From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Guess who's back? Coach is back. Coach is back. Coach is back. First of all, that music gets me hyped up, so I have to rap a little. Our audience is too young for that reference. How did you do without me? Um, uh, it was glorious. Well, we're recording out of somebody's basement because uh, <laughs> protesters burned down the studio without me, um, so we had to find a secret location. I thought you were going to say when they get no listeners for one week, they kick you out of the studio. <laughs> was that a... Uh, I, for the first time in the history of the podcast, I did not listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, and everybody says, oh, well, you talk to yourself all day, every day on the courts. It should be easy. I'm like, it's, that's a little different. You at least have someone pretending to listen to you. Fair enough. Fair enough. So how'd it go? It was okay. Was it excellent? No, it definitely was. Tri- Without double, you, it couldn't be excellent. Double and triple our fandom because of your... <laughs> are you are you splitting off like Mike and Mike? You, you doing your own that's thing? That's right. Like yep. Greenberg? Yeah. When is that? I, I can't wait for Mike Greenberg's show to come on. It's soon. I, I mean, think it's in how April. How long does it take to prepare? He's been out for a while. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's probably got a detox. He's from catching goalie. up on sleep from waking up at 3 a.m. Holy moly. Well, 10 he's, years. He's got an early show again. I, th- <laughs> I, I don't think it's that early. I think it's actually an hour later. Okay. Or maybe, maybe because it's TV, he has to get there earlier. The same. Yeah, I, I guess the know. other one was technically TV, too. Right, but it wasn't TV, TV. Yeah. It was just, yeah, so... Um, so that's how I feel. You're the Golic of this show, <laughs> except you have no athletic ability right. to speak no, of. No high-level experience in the sport. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, those guys having to wake up that early. I mean, we record our podcast at 5 a.m. for those that don't know because we're dedicated. But, right. But for normal people, they can't do that. Yeah, we're ex- exceptional. Right. And we do it once a week. That helps. Now, I will say, although I wasn't here, and I did miss you. <laughs> and and I miss the fans. Yeah, you're in California thinking about me, I'm sure. So, I was in California, that's true. Indian I Wells. was mere moments, not moments, probably about an hour from Indian Wells. And I went over there zero times. I was busy. I'm a <laughs> was team about out to there. Say, you were that it close little, and didn't get to watch a minute of it. It was a little tough. It, it, if we would have had a, one additional day off, I think we may have gone. Yeah. But... As it stood, we had matches, we had a little rain outs, we had to make up, so it was kind of a, a hectic trip. So, unfortunately, I missed out. But, I do have some big news. <laughs> About Indian Wells? Mm, sort of. Yeah. Indirectly. Uh, no guesses? Nothing? Mm. You're, you seem less than enthused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why. <laughs> well, it's not about the the upset, so it can't be that, because everybody knows about that. So it's well, got to be something. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get into Indian Wells first. And maybe after the break, I'll break my big secret, <laughs> my big news. Got to keep people hanging on for the second half. A little bit. Now, with that kind of buildup, it's obviously going to be a complete disappointment for every <laughs> fan listening. Right. But I don't care. It was exciting, and then it wasn't. Yeah. And now I'm devastated. I, I, I went through all of the emotions. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? Sounds <laughs> it like does. a big deal. All right, so, well, sounds personal. We literally just finished. Why we didn't hit the record button as we were breathlessly awaiting the finish <laughs> of the men's final. Yeah, which we did. And guess what? 
It's fixed. There's no way Roger Federer could have lost unless it was fixed. Streak is over. Well, good old Del Potro, which I think we talked about this, that he's the only cat in the whole deal that really, besides the other big four, right? that can really, him and Wawrinka every now and again, I guess, maybe. Is that pretty much the... Not against Federer, though. Wawrinka is terrible against him. Right. Okay. Kyrgios uh, is the one I've been saying, but he never gets deep enough in the tournament. Right. In right. fact, he didn't even play in this tournament. He dropped out. That's nice started. of him. <laughs> but it's funny that you're gonna not believe what I'm gonna say, but I'm I'm gonna say that I actually wish Federer would have won <laughs> after I've been criticizing him for all year because I think it's fun to have an undefeated streak. It gives it gives you something to root for or against. Yeah, it makes on every match at. like every match has a separate meaning besides just the meaning of the match. Well, I tell you. So for those out out there who watched most or any of Indian Wells and certainly any of Federer's matches, I mean he didn't look great in a lot of spots, and there were some tight matches. Um, and I don't know why. I mean, I don't... I don't Because it was definitely neck up. Right. You know, it's definitely getting in his head a little. Maybe it was the streak. Maybe he was feeling a little pressure trying to keep that going. I don't know. Well, you know what he did? He reminded me a little bit of your guy with Sampras where he would be at 3-all, 4-all, 5-all, and look pretty terrible, but just squeak by on his serves and then break and hold and he wins 7-5 or 6-4. It was like he didn't do that much to win. How... <laughs> dare you and how dare you sir and even yesterday against George he kind of did that he was well he lost first set but then the second set he was just you know two all three all four all, and then all of a sudden he won the last three games of the well set. you say look bad no 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 on the return Sabres oh, yeah. would look bad right but he and Federer was doing the same thing 40 love he was holding it right. 40 love I know the difference is in the second set and the third he would get broken right um which is weird. And then weird. they break right back. It was a whole yeah. women's match feel to it. And I know there was a lot of wind. That, by the way, week. that's not a sexist shot at <laughs> women's tennis. I mean, the bottom line that's, is hold percentages right. are, are way lower, way lower than in the men's. But there, I know there was a ton of wind this week at Indian Wells, so that may be part of it. I don't know today. No, no, you're prena- you're pronouncing that wrong. Wine, <laughs> whining. Is that what? Because they were talking about the wind so much. There was. I saw. A, a comment on Twitter. I guess one of the one of the comment. I can't remember who who said it. I tell you, but uh, one of the commentators said, "Oh, Better's out there battling the wind and Chorich." <laughs> and it's like, well, so is Chorich, you right. jackass. It's not just windy on one side. But I mean, at least that does explain why he was hitting some off the frame. That doesn't explain right your mother stuff. But but uh, but yeah, it doesn't explain why Chorich wouldn't hit off the frame. I didn't see him hit hardly any off the frame. Right. Well, first of all, Federer. You would agree that Federer is the favorite. Going oh, yeah. into every match you played, yes. So anytime you're the favorite, anything that's different than normal is in the favor right. of the underdog. So um, it could have been that, yeah. But the, I mean, to say that the final was a barn burner, I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 you know, like that. So two tie breaks in the second set and the third set, and in the third set, better got down five zip, <laughs> five love. Takes those, a little bit uh, of luster out of the climax. Yeah, and then he held. He uh, what did he do? Uh, I don't remember what two points he won. I, I think uh, it might have it might have been too many breaks. I'm not sure. Yeah, and then he sh- he hit a ball way wide or something <laughs> to to lose it. Um, so yeah, so if if it was anybody else winning, I'd be like, eh, who cares? Who cares if George beat him or who cares? Cause right. That would because then now their pressure is. Oh, he beat Fetter. Here's the passing of the torch. Shut right. up, stupid. Yeah. But with we've already established, or you and I on this podcast anyway, have already established that we think Delpo is, you know, 
a big four, even though right. there's more than four big fours in well, our mind. You know what I mean? And he's beaten him now in two big tournament finals, which outside of the big four, I don't know that anybody else has done that. Right. Uh, so that, I mean, I don't even, Murray's even done that. So probably just Nadal and Djokovic. Well, Olympics. Oh, not in the finals. Yeah. But yes, I mean, for a final, because Federer has such a great record in the finals. So that's pretty impressive. He's done it twice. Right. He's old. He's an old man. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> I just hope Del Potro will do this every tournament. You know, we say that about the younger guys all the time. And I think Del Potro, his ranking has steadily gone up for like three years now. And now he's back in the top four or five, finally. Well, and, I, you know, I think we've both also agree that, that it's frustrating with him because I don't, it, it's all injury. Right. And even if he's got emotional control lapses out on the court, I, I would have to imagine it's not. For any other reason than he's always, you know, if he feels a little this or a little that, a little twitch somewhere, he's like, oh, shit, here we go. So, well, And he kind of is a better version of Isner, meaning that if he plays a really tough, hard match, he's usually done the next match. So this tournament was kind of encouraging. He had a really long set, a long match against Leonardo Meyer, and then he still won, you know, three more rounds. Right. So that was maybe his fitness level is, is back to top form also. Well, the women's was... Uh, <laughs> different or not <laughs> um it's different than the men's but maybe the same as the women's always is well and what's funny is i watched a lot through the quarterfinals and i kind of lost touch the last couple days and then i turned it on today and i was like wait this is the final <laughs> right like, osaka right is, is this a, a replay is it raining yeah. what are we doing here i was like this maybe this is like a quarterfinal they're replaying or something i was pretty surprised so but that, Os- anyone else is like that Vesnina won it one year i mean it's just, that's kind of a crazy tournament right. for whatever reason well osaka uh, dominated uh kazakina just uh, dominated <laughs> three and two and um then look good doing it now is that the passing of the torch again serena's still technically there but right. not you know i mean you still can't expect and she didn't look good either anybody that said oh she's gonna come back and win shut up stupid right this, I mean, again, a wrist injury is one thing, or an ankle, but your entire body changing, uh, giving life. And because Federer did it once, like he's the only person that's ever come back for injury in my that I can remember and dominate immediately. Like everybody else that comes back, they have to ease their way back. They don't win the first tournament back. So I think people thought Serena was so great that she was going to do it. Right. But she also might have come back earlier than she needed to. But he was off to get stronger. She yeah. was off because her body... He was body, off kind of by choice. Right. And he was, you know, building and building and getting, you know, once he got healthy, you know, then it yeah. was just rest and he needed it. And I uh, don't think her goal was to win the tournament. That's the other thing. Right. I think, you know, some of these players, like Djokovic, I don't think his goal was to win the tournament. He just said, I need a couple matches to see yeah. where I am. Well, you have to start somewhere. Right. I actually think Nishikori is looking really smart with him coming back in a couple challengers. Yeah, just because confidence, just because you got to see him. Oh, that too, Did you take yeah. a picture with him or anything? Uh, n- uh, no, you stalk I him out in the parking lot and no. get a selfie like under his car. I didn't get a. I got a signature from Leander Pace, but not from Nishikori. Who? <laughs> That's what most people say when I tell them who I got. Hey, according to my DNA test on Ancestry, I am one percent Indian. Look at that. And that's legit. I'm not making them. That's for real. <laughs> I will verify. I'll show you my Ancestry.com profile. Huh. Mostly white, though. <laughs> I mean, like high 70s right. white uh, <laughs> British Isles. And then uh, mix in some Scandinavian Viking blood. Nice. Um, but yeah, got me a little little Indian. So go Leander Pace. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where that came from. That, that's, the, that's the one that's going to get a shut down right there. <laughs> well, and did you hear my revelation last week about the question we've had for so long of why all these guys play doubles at Indian Wells. I had a discussion um, 
before the the thing. We didn't. I didn't listen to your <laughs> shitty podcast. All right. I, I thought we discussed just want to clarify. No, I did not. What did you say? Was it good? Was they, it insightful? Well, this year they offered anybody who won both the divisions a million dollar bonus. Ooh wee! Which hasn't hasn't happened in the men since 1991. So I don't think it's in danger of happening anytime soon. I thought it should have been five or ten million because it's so unlikely. Wow. Well, but you throw that kind of jack on the line, and then I think maybe Fetter's playing it or Delpo. Yeah, but that's what they want. I know. That's, so that yeah. should, that's why they should do it. Because one million isn't getting Fetter to play. Tommy Haas, my man. <laughs> but yeah, so I think going into like quarters, there were like four or five players still alive for that. In both? Yeah. yeah. And that was mostly in the women's. Was um, top ten in the world Jack Sock? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so he had, I forget who he played, but I told somebody, I said he's going to lose that match. Oh, it's Feliciano Lopez. I said, he's yep. going to lose to Lopez. Oh, and the hell. next day I saw Lopez playing Query, and I'm like, how can he be the eighth seed and lose constantly to players in the 20s and 30s? And then stay. Yeah, the, I don't get that. I guess it's just because he plays every tournament. I get, yeah. I, <sighs> but you have to win at some point to stay in the top 10. You have to win some matches. And this is hardcore American. Like, this is our tournament. This is Yeah. I mean, this should be the best that we can do. Unbelievable. And we had no women, no male or female finalists. I'll tell you one thing. One, one thing's weird that it's March and we're already starting the U.S. Open series. <laughs> I, uh, it's a joke, people. They talked something about that. They were like, tune in for Miami, our last hardcore tournament before we transition to clay. And I'm like, we were on clay before Indian Wells. <laughs> and during, yeah, by the make, way. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Holy hell. Holy hell. Um, yeah, so the women's, I mean, I, I think we talked about uh, how missing the big one it's still you know a quality product but in, but it, uh, it's op- open for almost anybody to step through and you know Osaka certainly did do that is this uh, you know I'm gonna ask the dumb question I mean because she beat the shit out of Holop too I mean yeah. and you would think matchup wise Osaka I guess if she's on, she can hit through anybody, obviously. But That's Holop, what I was going to say. I think she's real hot and cold. Right. But Holop's the best in the world, apparently, at yeah. number one. And that's a good matchup for her if somebody hits big because now she can redirect and, and use pace against them. And uh, she didn't have to generate as much. But the danger is if you're on, you're on. And, and you can hit right through somebody like Holop. Yeah, I worry about Holop's long-term health because she's playing so many long points and every tournament – Cause she, I guess because she wants to be number one, but I just wonder how long she can sustain playing 30 tournaments a year and going to the semis or finals of every tournament. Tomas Muster, yeah, ring a bell? Or David, <laughs> Davidenko did that a lot, too. Yeah, I mean, were they, they were, like, the amount of tournaments they played, how many weeks are there? 52? Yeah. <laughs> they played 57 right. tournaments or something, <laughs> playing two a week. Yeah, lose first round, you go sign up for another one midweek. Yeah, I mean, she'll play in everything, and, you know, it's just, uh, that can't be good for your development as a player and your health, obviously. Right. But you know what? I mean, she's not hitting, you know, like you take somebody like Mooster or like Nadal, who really just, you know, so ballistic on yeah. their body, all their right. rotation and everything that, and, it, you know, I think we're seeing effects of that from, from Raphael. So maybe, maybe her small stature will help her. Not as much weight bearing down on knees and ankles. You know, yeah. who knows? Well, let me ask you this as a coach. Uh-oh. What is more intense or more difficult for a player? One week of practice or a week in a tournament? Oh, a week in a tournament. Yeah, you think? I would think yeah. they would be working pretty hard at practice, like five, six hours a day. 
Right, but you can stop at any point in time. You can get That's you know, true. treatment nonstop, whereas... And you're not going all out, maybe. You're just grooving the strokes more than... No, no, you're, I mean, both. I mean, you're going all out at some point, but you're not going all out for a match unless you're playing a practice match. But you're not going to play five practice matches in a row right. every day. I don't think. I mean, maybe some are. I wouldn't. I'm curious to see how many hours are spent, these players are spending on court in a practice week. Because I'm thinking some players, these tournament weeks might be easier than their normal weeks. I don't know. Possibly. The old uh, Vince Lombardi theory, make practice <laughs> harder than the, uh, than the competition, then you'll love competition. Well, it also depends how easy you win. I mean, if you win 6-1, 6-1, that can't be a That's harder a good day point. than That's a practice a good point. day. Right. Grand slams, definitely men are working harder during a tournament than they are outside of it. You sexist bastard. <laughs> you sexist bastard. <laughs> well, if uh, who was talking about – where did I see a tweet or something? Talk, somebody was, was talking about um, the men dropping down to three sets for grand slams. It was a woman – well, they came out. That was the other was topic Bill, from last week. Billie Jean King? Was well, there's started? been some talk, yeah, from some of those players about... I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was women going to three out of five. No, no. Somebody's talking about the men dropping down. Okay. That they shouldn't play whatever. Hmm. No, I didn't hear that. I agree. <laughs> but they did make changes for 2019. That's what I talked about last week. Oh, yeah. There's only 16 seeds now, which I don't understand. Did we talk about that a little bit before? I don't think so, because I don't think it could come out yet. Uh, okay. Or uh, it was just on the front or end. Or maybe they had talked about some proposals, and some of them passed, some of them didn't. Well, what were your dumb ideas about that? Well, I just thought, if I looked at this tournament, for example, Kyrgios was a 17 seed, and Raonic was a 32 seed. So I said that could have been Federer and Kyrgios first round in a Grand Slam. Right. Or Federer Raonic, and I just think it doesn't make sense. I guess the goal is to make the first rounds more interesting. That's the only thing I can think of, why they're doing it. Yeah. So then you're going to get better first and second round matches. Potentially, right. But you're also getting bigger players knocked out first, second round. Right. But in this era of Federer when nobody else is worth a shit, what's the difference? <laughs> just have one seed. We just have one don't seed. Don't even have the other seed. Wherever fe- – what? no, no, no. Not the one. Just one seed. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. And wherever yeah. Federer is seated, just put him in that spot. Right. And then mix everybody else up because it really doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Hey, nope. we, we can't say that after today. Delpo, baby. We need two seeds. That's right. Um – yeah. And then they're doing the shot clock also. Oh, officially. good. Good, good, good. I like that. Have you seen it in action? Yep. See, I haven't. Yep. So let's say if the ball is in the air, you're tossed it, and I the don't buzzer know. goes off. I don't know. I was curious what happens in that. Um, I think once you start your service ritual, maybe. They click the, they stop the time. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was curious about. Um, I don't, well, the reason I don't remember is because the kids, I don't know, maybe they were doing it before just in preparation of the U.S. Open, yeah, but the juniors were having to do that, use it, and it was uh, it was on the little yeah you can see board, it. yeah. And um, they did it in next gen too, but I didn't see any did of that. They? So at the U.S. Open juniors, they had it, and I didn't see any violations. Uh, I didn't watch a whole heck of a lot of the juniors. juniors play fast anyway, right? Yeah, there was there's one other thing that was pretty minor, but those are the two main ones. Those uh, are easy. I yeah. mean, those are easy because it doesn't change the actual game itself. Right, right. Yeah, and that's why I think they're you know. The, they're going to see how those go, and then maybe they'll decide more more things. I don't know, but but I thought the 16 seeds was pretty surprising because it's been 32 seeds now for a while. Yeah, actually, I think in 99 2000, yeah, it was. I, it's been and at least then in two, years. I think 2001 is when it changed. And the reason I remember that is I was running a uh, 50k challenger in uh, here in Texas, and they were. That was in 01, so maybe in 02 was when it first changed because the 02 Australian had 32 seeds, yeah. so our, our 50K 
men's was in November. And there's not much after anything in November, certainly back then. And so a lot, our draw was pretty, really tough draw for a 50K. Um, our highest uh, ranked player was Todd Martin at 62 in the world. Yeah, which and he is better was, than they normally get. For right, those. he was playing a 50K challenger. And part of the reason was he was trying to notch up his ranking a little bit so he would be in that range to get a, a seed potentially. Right. So, um, so that's why I remember that vaguely. But, uh, you know. Well, they had 96 players in Indian Wells and they had 32 seeds. So they had, even for this, they had more seeds than they would have in the Grand Slams now. Right. Well, they have the seeds so they can have the buys, I guess. You still got to even it out. Yeah, and what's your opinion on the buys? I think that's a – it's weird to see buys like in a pro tournament. I don't either. I don't like it. I don't like it. We could do we could do like they did back in the 1820s and the previous winner just gets to start in the finals. What's the, <laughs> what's the damn difference? Well, and um, it actually can hurt the players with buys too because if they lose their first round, they don't get any points. I think. I mean, you don't get second round points if you don't win a match. No idea. So if you got a bye and had to play somebody really good, you know, second round, you could get screwed and you didn't have that easy first round like everybody else got. Right. No, I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And uh, and really, I would even worry about, as the player, I'm worried about getting a player who is hot, you know, coming in. He's already had a match under his exactly. belt or hers had a match under her belt. And now I, this is my first round and I'm not – match speed yet or tournament speed yet so it's a little dicey in that regard too but uh yeah so you were right june 2001 boom changed to 32 seeds wimbledon was the first one to do it and then it and then it went to everybody okay so that follow so that 2002 australian that was the first year that they all did it right boom got it i'm a genius you're genius well and see madison keys was seated 17th in this too so she would have been just up in the air. She could have played anybody. Right. See, I thought we were talking about this around the U.S. Open because we were talking about the two 17 seeds in the U.S. Open. They, well, it must have been. Because Kyrgios was talked a, about. I think Kyrgios was a 17 in the U.S. Open. Yeah, it, there must have been some some talk before this that they like like they do with the NFL. They always have the rule proposals, and then you wait till they're approved. Right. And a lot of them don't get approved. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Uh, like I said, anything that doesn't jack with the actual game itself i'm all about try it why not just right. jump on in there and give it a try is you know like with the labor cup and all the different scoring and you know no thanks but well let me ask you this would you keep grand slams would you like them three out of five like they are now or three out of five no ad that's a shitty question <laughs> that's a shitty because nobody likes no ad but it keeps it three out of five which that, at least you know what? Some... That's that's like asking me, <laughs> do I hate hearing your voice live or listening to you on the podcast? Which one is worse? Um, no, I'd rather ad is the most important thing. Keeping it ad right. scoring is the most important thing. That is the essence and foundation of tennis. Is a win by two sport, particularly on the men's side where the serve is so dominant. Um, that no ad nonsense. I don't. I don't like it one bit. Or three out of five, and the fifth set you play a ten point tiebreak. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I'd rather play 10-point top breaks for the first three or the first two right. if you're tied than play two out of three. I'm just trying to figure out how they can shorten it because they obviously the trend is going away from three out of five. Just in every other format, they're trying to shorten it. So how can they shorten it without making it two out of three like every other tournament? Right. I don't know. I like, uh, 
I like I like just two out of three, man. I mean, that was an exciting match, even though Federer looked like shit throughout parts of it. Um, or do you do it two out of three in the first couple rounds and then change a three out of five in the quarters or something? See that? See that? To me, that's a better. I mean, it's like baseball. Yeah, baseball has a one day a one game series. Right. It's not even what is it? That's not even a series. No. A series is a group of things, and so it can't <laughs> be. So that's not even a series. But uh, they go from that, and then they have a you know best yeah. two out of. Three or three out of what is it? Three out of five or three something. Three out of five, and then, and then yeah, out of seven. So that's how base. That's how best one hockey used to. They start with five game series, then they go to seven game later. So kind of similar, right? So yeah, I don't know. So you ready for my exciting news? I am. I can't wait. All right, we're going to talk about that when we come back. <laughs> It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. By the way, Always, always, always listen and do what that young lady in the middle of the podcast says during the break. All right, go go to our website and do all that stuff. That's my life motto. Yeah, why not? Just do what she says. Um, now that I'm married, I have to do that. By the way, before the big news, we forgot we we neglected to talk about really a patriotic patriotic event. I must say, <laughs> men's doubles was four Americans. There the you finals go. of Indian Wells doubles was four Americans. You had the Bryan brothers. Twins, both American. Nice. And how difficult would that be to have twins and not have them both? <laughs> You'd have to like <laughs> be like if you lived in Texarkana, yeah, and the hospital's right in the middle, and you went from one room to the next, and <laughs> never. That's stupid. I don't think they build. We got to edit that horse shit out. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> or don't leave it in. I don't think they build uh, hospitals on borders of anything. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. What a disaster that would be. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the Bryan brothers, both American, and arguably other oh, greatest double team. <laughs> right? Aren't they? That's what everybody says. So you're seeing a current bias. He doesn't agree with anybody. That's now, what everybody says. Being the greatest of They're the time. best ever. They've done things no living human could have done. Here's what I'll say the best team that's played together nonstop for twenty years. <laughs> Fair if enough. You, if you put that in the category, it's maybe also they are. related. Yeah. Um and they played against two just I mean, come on, these guys don't play doubles. Jack Sock, although he's 10 in the world right Hey, now. he's got a Grand Slam doubles title. And John Isner. Who's a great doubles player. He did play college doubles. Well. So that's some ex- <laughs> without well, serve. It's experience playing doubles is my point. <laughs> I already know the answer. But I was going to say, if I had that serve, I'd have played Division One college doubles, but you would have disagreed, so I didn't even say it. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, there's more than just somebody. One. It was funny you say that because I was talking about how terrible his volleys were, and somebody said, "Well, I've I've seen him hit some good volleys," and I'm like, "I've seen everybody hit good volleys." It right. doesn't mean you are a good volleyer. <laughs> well, anywho, uh, Sock and uh, Isner uh, won the event. They didn't collect the eighty million dollars or whatever you just said. Um, Sock didn't go deep in the uh, tournament. He should Singles. have. He should have. <laughs> uh, he was number whatever. Uh, no, but they beat the Bryans in two tie breaks. Look at that. Um, and it was uh, it was somewhat exciting just because, uh, like we talked about with Indy Wells, it's good to see different players out there. Right. Passing um, of the torch in doubles. There it is. 
Well, actually, for Davis Cup, kind of. As a yeah. matter of fact, during the thank yous and the goodbyes and all that from the Bryan brothers, they, that's what they said, that, you know, because they've stepped away from Davis Cup. Right. You know, leaving their country with, you know. Well, and Sock is a good doubles player. I mean, he might yeah. be a better singles player, but he actually plays proper doubles. Right. And, and, Isner, and having Isner serving with him at the net, that's going to make it, you know, a pretty tough, tough combo to break. Yeah, tough to beat. Oh uh, yeah, they beat some teams pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they beat the three seed uh, three and two in the semis, so that's a pretty good ass whipping right there. Uh, if you are the third best in, in the world, <laughs> I do the, find it interesting that our American teams switch over quite a bit. Like it used to be Isner and Query played together a ton for Davis Johnson, Cup, or just, just in general in tournaments and stuff. And oh, now right. Johnson was in the mix a lot, and now like Sock and Isner played Labor Cup, and now they're playing this. It's right. interesting. We never hear the behind the scenes dynamics of all that. Well, I'm sure some of it's, you know, as as Sock gets, you know, goes up the rankings, maybe he's playing less doubles, you right. know, or or whoever. Stevie Johnson came out of the gate; everybody thought he was the next whatever. So let's get him together playing doubles. But well, what I wonder is it who's is is it Sock that's the highest demand, so he gets to choose his partner, or is it, you know, Isner? Like obviously uh, with Hingis, she can go, go, get whoever she wants. My guess. Yeah, that's a good question. I would say that I think it also has to do with the dynamic of the team. Yeah. Because if you've got Johnson and Sock, you don't have that one hammer. Right. Because that's True. the best combo out of all three of those players is Isner serving Sock at the net. Right. I mean, Isner at the net is, you know, pretty intimidating because he's huge and a lot of reach and you can't get around him, can't get over him. Um, when Query and Isner would be great serving, but I can't see them breaking very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Sock, at least, he gives you a chance with his baseline game to break. Right. But, uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I mean, the Bryan brothers play proper doubles, obviously. Yeah. Um, you can't take away that they're really excellent doubles players, but, again, <laughs> they just got beat by Sock and Isner, who are right. unranked in doubles. Yeah. So... For and I, watch, mark it down. Sock and Isner won't be in Miami together. It'll be someone, uh, some other pairing. <laughs> That's what makes no sense to me. Like you just nah. won. I, I'll tell you what. I bet. I wonder if the Davis Cup captain has anything to do with it. Like he's saying, "Hey guys, can you right. give it a, give it a whirl and see what we got here?" Well, and I think you know this as a term director. Don't you have to commit to your partner like two, three weeks in advance too? Sometimes. Like, uh, when you sign up, you have to sign up with a partner, and it's not like the day before. Right. It's pretty oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, they already yeah. know who they're playing with in Miami. They don't know they're going to win right. Wells right. Right. when they sign up. Well, he might just uh, he may have just said, hey, give it a couple tournaments, see what happens. So, yeah. I, what I'm saying is it may be coming from an outside source. Right. Since doubles, really, for them, the most important part of doubles is Davis Cup. Yeah. Not, well, Indian Wells may be and somewhat with America important. still in the Davis Cup. Hey, that's a miracle. That's more important. Um. And on top of that, Isner may not play singles, just depending on how things shake out by then. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's, yes, I do. You know, if it's on clay. Yeah. You know? Hey, he beat Federer on clay. Don't forget that. In Davis Cup. Look at that. <laughs> um, so, anywho, sorry. Sorry to interject yeah. that in before. I know you're waiting um, on the edge of your seat with bated breath. Any other? Now we want to hear. Yeah. So, I was on my Twitter machine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> not, it's not that. So I was on my Twitter machine, which uh, for everybody out there who does follow, thank you. Spread the word. And for those of you that listen but don't, um, go ahead and start a, get a Twitter, however you do that. I don't remember how to do that. <laughs> At 10SREV, Tennis Rev. So I was on my Twitter machine, and it notifies you 
when like you get I don't know when you get note notifications <laughs> it notifies you when you get notified. okay <laughs> so I got an email and so I was like oh wait something happened let me go check my Twitter guess who decided to follow the podcast um narrow uh, narrow down a pro tennis player yes okay male no oh Eugenie oh dear lord <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now if it was Eugenie that would have been the first words out of his mouth in the oh, podcast. Yeah. what podcast <laughs> I'm moving to Canada baby current player or former current okay American no hmm all right Hingis Oh, I said current. Well, she's not really current anymore. She just retired. She did just retire. So it's not ranked in the top fifty. Oof. No. Okay. Damn it! It's gonna make it harder for me. (laughs) You're tearing my joy (laughs) apart, you son of a bitch. Well, not currently in the top fifty. She could be coming back. Maybe. You said American. Or did Uh, you say no? Not. Oh, you said not American. Correct. Francesca Schiavoni. Oh, I wish. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't think I have a way to guess this now. Unless I know the country, then I could probably guess it. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out if I want to give you the country because yeah. it might make it too damn easy. Has she ever won a Grand Slam? Uh, no. Under 25 age? Here, here you go. I know what I'll do. Let me go to the WTA website. Don't be looking over here now. <laughs> All right. Career prize money, $4.6 million, 4. 4. million. So she's probably fairly young. No. <laughs> She's just never been that successful. She was born in 1989. Okay. Which, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's average for the tour. Yeah, probably. probably. She is from... Uh, it's going to give it away. <laughs> What's her rank? Let's see what her current ranking is. In singles, 115. Doubles, 91. Okay, so she might have been in in Indian Wells, but maybe in qualifying. She was in Indian Wells. Kaya Kanepi. Holy hell, that's not it. (laughs) I think she's ranked higher than that. Although I do have a connection. I do have a a friend of mine that is from uh, Estonia. Nice. But it's not her. And not Eugenia Bouchard. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get it. Kaya Kanepi. Heather Watson. Oh, that'd be cool. No, that would be cool. I, she's a Brit, you know. We're all friends here. I'm trying to double check and see what, where she, who she played. Oh, at Indian Wells. Yeah. Where in the hell is she <laughs> now? All right. So, um, all right. How about I give you the country, and you still won't get it because you probably suck. Because you're sexist. <laughs> she's from Belgium. Oh, Flipkins. No. Oh, geez. Um, All the fans are free. Yeah, she does. She won around, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Jeez, who is that? Yeah, Kristen Flipkins is the is right. Belgian, but I can't think of who else. I'll tell you. Janina Wickmeyer. Oh, well, now I see why you're excited about it. <laughs> but wait, um, it gets better or worse. Depending to, she was top 40, I think. Uh, let me see what her career high was. Where is her She career? was actually supposed to be like a really big and... Yeah, her career high was 12 in the world. Yeah, so I knew. I, in fact, I didn't know she was that high. But yeah, mm-hmm. she. I think she had a lot of injury issues after that. But yeah, All she right. still plays and everything. So she followed, and it's, and it's her, for real. She had a check mark <laughs> and everything, legit. Because Julia, a fake Julia Gerges follows me as well. 
<laughs> but it doesn't have a check mark. Right. It's got little symbols like her country's flag and whatever else to like trick you, but right. the, the check mark is not there. And that's the funny. So if there's no check mark, why isn't that account disabled? That's what I don't get. Why do they let those accounts continue if they're not real? Because what if somebody else has the same name? It's possible in the world. I guess. Of course it is. Yanina is probably like Bob. Well, but you said fake. I thought you meant like, like no, 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 pretending no. to be her. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Anywho, um, that could be Julia Gerges with a fake account, so she can be under the radar and follow who she wants, but yeah. not get. So, so no, I, I forgot that Wickmeyer was Belgian. I, I liked her actually. When yeah. She, so I go to Twitter. I look. Boom. Yanina Wickmeyer now follows you. What went to her little Twitter thing? follows you right so guess what i did <laughs> of course you didn't just leave it at that i blew it <laughs> i blew it she, I, she unfollowed you immediately i sent her a direct uh tweet <laughs> i love the, i now, wasn't naked I love in the, the tweet i was not <laughs> naked in the tweet there was no picture of me whatsoever he, he eases up to that that's not how it starts that's later smooth operator smooth yeah so i'd send her text say hey thanks for following our podcast Right? And then the response that's, was unfollow. That's not <laughs> creepy, is it? No, I don't think so. And I said, we will return the favor and follow you. Right. Good luck, blah, blah, blah. Send. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> She's gone. She's gone. I scared her away. She literally unfollowed? Good God almighty. High, career high 12 in the world. She sent back, that was a mistake, sorry. No, nothing. She yeah. just disappeared. Disappe- witness protection she from bl- our podcast. She blocked you. God almighty. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that was her people right? that just were accidentally following stuff. I, I don't have any idea how it all works, really. I, I mean, just, if you were a celebrity, don't you think you would let your people run your site, your Twitter, and then have your own like private one that you can just browse and talk to people and just have your friends on it? No, because Twitter, Twitter's less intrusive okay. than like Facebook. Yeah. You know, you don't... I think there's no... I guess people can locate you. I guess you can do stuff, so, but... You're basically, it's like, like most of my Twitter is like news feeds, like tennis yeah. feeds and different things. And all I do is read it. I don't send out a lot right. as anybody that follows Tennis Rev un- you know, understands. Um, so but as we learned from Tennis Sanger, and you can't post anything even questionable true. or you're done. So I would think they would maybe that's the Maybe it was just a coincidence she, that she unfollowed me after I sent that. Maybe she <laughs> just took some time to read some of my tweets. <laughs> I got to get away from this. Right. I don't want to be tied up in this mess. Um, but I mean, listen, she followed, right? So clearly, Hey, you're telling the truth when you say she follows the followed the podcast. <laughs> <Ed>, son, <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> I'm busted up about it, man. What a, that just made my whole day good. And then shitty because well, it all happened the same day. When I was feeling bad for not knowing who she was. Now I don't feel as bad because she's not yeah. listening anyway. Well, first of all, in case nobody knows any players out there don't know this, let me inform you. <laughs> If you follow this pod, you immediately will immediately benefit in untold ways. Your ranking will increase. You'll start winning more. Sponsors will be coming in. <laughs> Get I mean, more airtime, more fans. Yeah, you have no idea. Our so, legions of fans will all follow you. Right. So, you know, you better get back here. I'm just saying. You want to get your ranking back up to the top 10 area. <laughs> better come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. She, I remember she was like, 19, 20, 21, and she was really up and coming, and everybody thought she was going to be, you know, the next big star. And then I don't know, don't know what happened after that. 
He's yeah. kind of just been steadily decreasing. Well, like you said, I guess uh, injuries and what have you. Yeah. Because uh, she's still young enough where she could still. Yeah, in this day and age for sure. Yeah. I mean, how old Serena? 40? <laughs> just kidding, Serena. So, you need to be following us, Serena. Maybe you'll get back on track. <laughs> well, and last week we record, I recorded right before Venus and Serena. Did you oh, watch shit. that or have any interest in that? I did, sure. Yeah. I my I mean I you know I was talking about how Djokovic was interesting to see how he did and then I got I got off air and found out he just lost <laughs> so that was perfect but then Venus and Serena were playing that night so I didn't get to see it but I heard that Serena did not look uh, her best no which is expected no and it was funny because in the past it's always been a you know I love you sis I love you sis at the yeah. end, you know the handshake and all that at the end. It was just a normal handshake this time. It was a little bit, you know, odd. I don't know. Well, you know this from playing. Like, when you have a friend that you play with or even a relative, which I don't have any relatives that play, but but when the same person wins every time, it's normal. But then when something happens when the other side wins, it's always a little bit uh, tense. Sure. Uh, sure. So I think that's got to be what it was. It's like it's it's okay when I win, but if you win, all of a sudden we got an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean... Maybe she's not accepting the fact that she just had a baby that <laughs> might affect you physically a little bit. It is amazing how many times Venus has beaten her um, well, it was all compared to everyone on. else. Right. It was yeah. all early on, though. Well, didn't she beat her once last year in three sets? It was kind of, some called it suspicious. <laughs> well, he, well, do you remember they were called early on? It that, was always there was, suspicious. There was a lot of that. I never thought so. I just thought it was difficult to play your sister. Right. Um, you grew up together playing from you know whenever yeah and now you have to compete with each other on the biggest stage and and uh yeah it was it was tricky and so i always always kind of just chalked it up to that but uh there was a lot of speculation for well, sure they had that one it was the year that serena was going for the grand slam and i think they played and venus won the first set like 6-1 or 6-2 and everybody was like how does the number one in the world lose 6-1 to someone who was just recovering from her uh, illness and all that, that people thought it was suspicious. And then Serena blew her out the second and third sets, I think. Well, remember, her illness is not something to recover from. It's right. a condition it's that kind of day to day. flare up and pop up and what have you. So, Well, and I didn't agree with that. I just thought it was funny how, I mean, anybody can lose anybody on any day. That doesn't tell me anything. That's why you play two out of three sets. Right, right. Did you get to see any of Will Ferrell at the tournament? No. He had a... I missed all he that. He had a stint in the broadcast booth during Federer and Chardy that was pretty funny. Now, he came down and did the whole thing again, right? No, I didn't see. He might have, but I didn't see that. But he was actually in the broadcast booth for one of Federer's matches for like the first three games. Right. And, of course, he was you know saying nonsense. like oh, but, but the hilarious part, have you seen the way the players get to the court at Indian Wells? No. So they, I guess the locker room is nowhere near the stadium court. Oh. So they ride in a golf cart oh, yeah, together. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right, right. <laughs> and there's one player on the back and there's one player in the center. And That's it's just funny. really funny to see them going that far right. together. Because normally you don't even, you know, are anywhere near each other when you walk out. So he was, uh, he was, he was commentating during that. Right. That's funny. Yeah, the, um, the uh, overall venue... Uh, apparently is fantastic, but now Tommy Haas, they were giving him a lot of credit for, you know, being the best tournament director in the business, so to speak, and uh, and that's good. I mean, because that's how you got to treat the player. That's number one. Well, number and, one is and take the good care thing of the players. About having a player is you're going to know like what you liked about tournaments and what you didn't like and how they can be good. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. And I mean, he's played every tournament in the world, so he knows what he likes. 
Well, we don't have to talk about Miami this week because that, that'll be next week. But uh, obviously, Federer is still the favorite for Miami. But does does that aura of invincibility, as one of my friends said, change any any of your predictions for what's going to happen there? Yeah, if he's playing Del Potro. <laughs> Which, again, I think Del Potro is very likely to lose early. That's my prediction after this. Wow. That's what always happens everybody but Federer but he didn't drop to his knees and cry it wasn't it wasn't like he got so overhyped that he did that so I mean well that's the thing I think he expects to win when he plays anybody yeah I'm telling you I think he's the only one that's in that mix that's out there now that can do this I mean Chorich I mean he looked great for a week to break and break back and break back and break back I mean that just shows you that he just he didn't believe right he didn't believe Chilich doesn't believe. None of these guys believe, even though they all have the ability to beat him. Right. I mean, God, he's got a one-hander. Why don't you just <laughs> pound that thing, if, man? If you didn't know that Federer was Federer in this tournament and you just watched you know, all 100 players, I don't think you'd have put Federer in the top 10. Just by watching their game, like you said, because everybody has the game to beat him, at least for this tournament. He looked a little bit off this tournament, but, but that's what I mean. It's He's going to have an off day, but these players don't take advantage of it. Yeah, I uh, and I think I it's mean, all Del mental. Barely won. I really I think mean, it's all mental. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's all crazy. But I think you start to see with Federer too that the physical does catch up with him. He played a long three setter, the, the semis, and I think that definitely had something to do with him losing the final. Right. So uh, Venus has eleven wins. Serena has seventeen. Yeah, so they're not as far apart. I thought they were. I thought Venus had more wins actually, but I thought Serena had more wins too. That's kind of surprising. They've only played that many times. I mean, that's that's like two a year. Yeah, twenty eight times. But they, but um, yeah, I'm curious uh, how many times they played because, like you said, most I bet twenty of those were in the first ten years they played. Yeah, They've probably only done about once a year the last three or four. Right. right. So, but yeah, I bet no other players beaten her more than maybe five times. So, who cares about that? <laughs> Let's talk about what's important. Who Nina, come back? Oh. Well, yeah, sure, of course. I mean, she's already dipped her toe in the water, um, and I, and you know, I scared her off. Right. Um, who else out? There, who do you want to follow? Who do you want to follow the pod? Realistically, yeah, not realistically. Forget that, because even <laughs> even one hundred and fifteen or hundred whatever she was in the Jack world. <laughs> no, he's. I gonna, mean, it would be nice to have some American players follow us. That would be that would be exciting. Jack Sox going to beat us up. Yeah. Yeah, and he could. We really don't mean any disrespect what whatsoever. But Jiminy no. Christmas. I think we think he's a top 20 player, but he's not ranked top 20. He's ranked 8 or 9 or 10. 10 now. So, I mean. Top 30, by the way. He, oh, you don't think top 20? No. No, that's what I mean. He's just, We just think, and top 30 is great. It's amazing. But we think he's overranked. But there are a lot of players that are overranked right now. Oh, right. Exactly. So it's not just him. Hmm. But he doesn't even, you know, he didn't. He certainly didn't play like a top thirty player in this tournament. He lost second round. I mean, so American. So it'd be cool to have American players follow our our Twitter. Yeah, Tiafo. So, so next time somebody do, with a check mark follows us, <laughs> I'm out. I'm just throwing my phone in the garbage, <laughs> so I don't do anything dumb. See, you didn't slow play it. Like you should learn this from Tinder. You just oh, you wait a day or two. Yeah, you Tinder. say, "I'm sorry, I'm busy." Been married for seventy eight <laughs> years. Um, they didn't have Tinder back then. Well, sorry, I've been busy, but but thank you for joining. Um, and then it seems like uh, you didn't really care that they joined, but but inside you do. Good point. I'll I mean, use you that. Could, you can follow players, right? And they might follow you back. 
Uh, I think I unfollowed her. <laughs> was that not not because I was being a pissy little baby, but I, I was like, well, damn, if we creep her out, then the hell with it. Then I don't, you know, I'm going to ease back. I mean, I think it's fine. I think when someone unfollows you, I think it's totally fine to unfollow them. That seems to be pretty standard procedure. All right, good. That feel better now. So we got to get somebody. I mean, and I would say maybe a CC Bella, someone like that. Well, here's what I would say. I would say, you know what? I'm following her. I don't care. I'm following her. Welcome to my official Twitter page. I hate the term follow, by the way. It just sounds so creepy to me. Just following somebody. <laughs> I don't I don't like the sound of it. Um so yeah, so I followed her. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. <laughs> She'll block me. I don't know how that works, but right. whatever. Um it, it, she definitely didn't listen or she would have definitely not unfollowed us. Oh, yeah, clearly. Unless you listened to last week, then it's understandable. Here's what I think happened. I think what she did is she tried to, she tried to, um, like, not Google. She tried to, like, find another tennis thing to follow and just did it all too quick. Yeah. And then hit follow and thought she was following some other tennis thing. Right. Didn't realize how cool of a tennis thing we are. <laughs> and then when I t- text or uh, whatever you call it, messenger tweeted or whatever you call it, she was like, wait a second. That's not, you know, Sharapova's chocolate right. you know, whatever. Well, and there's no way to look at what she follows, is there? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how to do that. Because, yeah, if she follows 10 other podcasts and not ours, then I'd be angry. But if she didn't follow any podcast, then it's oh whatever. Oh, my God, what if she does that? I'll be so bitter. <laughs> I'll be so bad. I meant to follow this other podcast, not yours. Sorry. I mean, that's possible. She'd be wrong, but that's possible. Let's see. Yeah, Nina. Yeah, we can see who she's following. Yeah. So she only follows like other players or singers or whatever, then it's understandable. Oh, you know how I'd love to follow us? Because I'm looking on who she follows. Bethany Maddox Sands. How dope would that be? She's great. Yeah. And I think she'd dig us. When Brad Gilbert, he retweeted us. He should follow us, you would think, but oh, he Gilbert, doesn't. Man. Listen, that ja- the jackassery <laughs> of all his dumb nicknames, I just wish he would just dig in and be more like Paul Anacone. He obviously has coached some of the best players, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but he gives us none of that. Right. Because he's too busy trying to be Dick Vitale. Well, and why is they... I have never, rarely do you hear him commentate a match, which to me, that's where he'd be most valuable. She's obviously following Fernando Verdasco. That's yeah, sexy bastard. But I mean, like he could easily be saying, you know, like you said, you know, Federer's got a one-hander, you know, hit it high to his backhand. And I mean, he could give you the X's and O's during a match or what is this player doing to change the outcome or whatever. Exactly. But you, at, you talk to him once a set, he's not going to give any of that in a 30 second, you know, check in. Yep. So anywho, She's following a lot of people. <laughs> She's following the real Julia Gerges, not That's the fake funny. one. funny. Everybody but us. <laughs> it pisses me off. Or maybe she doesn't speak English that well, and then she uh-huh. found a English podcast. Yes. she said, oh, I don't want that. That could actually be it. That really could be it. She follows a WTA tour. How sweet. <laughs> How sweet. Well, this is like what people are when they're stalking their oh ex-girlfriends that broke up with them. I know. Like, Mom, so who are they friends with on Facebook? 11 minutes of following us. <laughs> oh, she plays for the OC Breakers, I guess. She's following them, so maybe she does. There you go. Maybe she heard our podcast on how dumb we think World Team Tennis is. <laughs> she follows Gail Monfils. That'd be too much. I wouldn't want him following us. That'd be too much. 
He's you know what I mean. He's such right. a presence and such a superstar. Yeah. All right. Well, obviously we're we're stalking Yanina Wickmeyer's follows, which means it's probably the end of the podcast. <laughs> I think USP she follows USPTA New England. What the hell? That's really strange. Where she maybe she lives in America now. Um, even still, she doesn't teach tennis. <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe she's preparing for her future career. Yeah. All right, what do you got, man? Anything else? I think that's it. We got Miami coming up, starting by the time this comes out. Miami will be rocking and rolling. Yeah, I can't figure out these weird... Why don't they just make these two-week tournaments? I don't get the weird, like, 10-day, and then it's like the first round goes for, like, three days. It's like Indian Wells was weird because he had two, two rounds of women's tennis before the men's even started. It was really strange. Well, the so same reason two week tournaments. Same reason these stupid tournaments are in the wrong place. Yeah. So, um, well, I got nothing else. I'm glad I'm back. I'll tell you that, and I know our fans are. Good God Almighty, <laughs> I know, and I hope you are too. You had your shot at glory. I did. That was my one one chance for stardom. Nah, I'll probably be out again sometime <laughs> or another. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I I'm gonna try harder to get a co-host that week. Anybody? I'm gonna <laughs> Anybody put a sign up the on the corner out in front of the studio. Um. Yeah, homeless guy. That'll be fine. Yeah. Well, as we always tell everybody, follow all of our junk. Even if you're Yanina Wickmeyer, please follow all of our stuff. And email us so when one of us isn't here, we have something to there it is. To address. <laughs> Tennis Revolution Pod at Gmail. Yeah, that's right, right? Tennis Revolution <laughs> Pod. Without yeah. the cast. Just Tennis Revolution Pod right. at gmail.com. But you can just go to TennisRevolutionPodcast.com. Yeah, and it's on there. And find it, which is actually more letters. So just email us. <laughs> uh, or you can tweet at us. Right. I, th- I think I know how to deal with that. <laughs> That's probably the best way. Yeah. Just follow at 10SREV, Tennis Rev, and tweet at us or however you do that to make sure I see it. And then, oh, dear Lord, she follows World's Best Medication. And that's a really strange well, Twitter page. Well, it's about marijuana. <laughs> so it's uh, good for her. Open-minded. Not open-minded enough to follow our podcast, but open-minded. <laughs> She'd rather... All righty. Um, yeah, so do those things. Go to our Facebook fan page. Just go to Facebook uh, slash Tennis Revolution Podcast. Uh, like it or follow it. I don't know what the hell you Both. do with that thing. But, but then, you know what? Tell sure. all your friends to do yeah. all of that. More importantly... Don't do any of that. Just download the pod. Right. Why don't you do that? But the only reason we want you to do all the other stuff, the Twitter and the, and the Facebook, is to spread the word because we need to get it out there. We're growing. We're, We're still infiltrating growing. the women's tour, so Just it's not. starting. <laughs> That's creepy as shit. <laughs> That's not going to help. We're following all the women on the tour. That's not going to help at all. What if I just <laughs> follow, 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 Oh, I'm pretty sure we get banned. They're talking in the locker room. Who is this, this person that's followed all of us? <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. What a long week. All right. <laughs> nothing else? That's it. I think you're starting to get it. When I say nothing yeah. else, you just shut I your I don't want off. us to leave. I'm, I'm enjoying it too much. There you go. So, All right. Well, everybody out there, once again, uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, downloading. And until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. We're really nice, Yanina. Yeah.